0: Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp.
1: What is going on, everybody? Man, I, well, first off, welcome to Elijah Fire. I'm Jeff Tharp, your host. Um, And this is episode two with Krista Elisha, and we'll bring her on in a second. Episode one is with the great Steve Schultz, uh, who without him, I wouldn't even be sitting in this seat right here. And so I owe a debt of gratitude to him, and it was a great, great, great interview just talking about the prophetic um steve and julie have been uh, our producer of both the lord has been really speaking to them about um getting something geared towards m- the millennial generation and that it's time to mobilize them i being a millennial as well um I was very 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 pumped about that so i'm honored to be sitting here that steve asked me uh to to host this and i'm super 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 excited about what god is going to do even in this, uh, this episode, it's going to be awesome. Um, As I was praying about the show, there was a couple of God speaks to me in lyrics to songs. He speaks to me in scripture. He speaks to me through movies, through all kinds of different things, Um, art pieces. um, And it was really cool to see the imagery kind of come forward. Obviously me being a millennial, you know the millennial generation started in the early 80s and so i was like we got to do 80s like it's going to be we got to throw it back it's going to be so fun um and so beyond that though um you know the imagery in the it was really cool to see what god originally spoke to me about this show uh through a a lyric to a song it's a christian metal song uh but uh the 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 lyrics are burning ones arise. And, um, and I was like burning ones. I'm like, man, that is that's, that's hardcore. And, um, and so just really God began to speak to me about what he wanted to do with the show, which is to ignite a fire in people, that this is the time for the church to be mobilized as a whole. And yes, it is time for, you know, millennials to step into, you know, what God has for them and, and to carry a torch forward. But like Kristen, and I said on a, the last show we did together about a month ago, if you haven't go on Elijah's streams, check it out. It's great. Uh, it's from about a month ago. And uh, it was just like, we don't want to go anywhere without the whole body. Yes, it's time for, you know, a lot of millennials to step forward. And this isn't to say, well, anybody who's older than millennials, it's now time for them to put down the torch. That's n- not the case at all. Um, but wherever we're going, we don't want to go there without the whole body. This isn't about, okay, you've had your moment in the sun. It's time for you to go. Okay. You had your chance. It's time to go. Um, And really this was birthed out of Elijah's dreams and what Steve Schultz pioneered uh, with the Elijah list. And so we're not isolated to just one individual, that this is an ignition of, uh, of, of young people. This is an ignition of, of old people like, so Please, please, please share this with your kids. Share this with your grandkids. Share this with yourself (laughs) as well. Share it with everybody in the world, uh, friends and enemies, frenemies. uh, But it's going to be great. So, um, but without further ado, let's bring Krista Elisha on.
2: Hey. Hey. It's my friend, Jeff. Oh my gosh, I love you so much. It's
1: (laughs) my friend, Krista. You know, it's interesting (laughs) because last time you were on the show, it was like one of those moments where it was like, we've known each other for a long time and, and, you know, my wife and I've had the pleasure of getting to know you outside of this kind of a format. Um, yeah. and I just want to say to everybody, um, Krista's the real deal and I am so blessed to even have the privilege of calling her friend. Um, uh, we, and also you're on my show, you know, you're on this show. It's, it's crazy. Awesome.
2: I know it is. I can't wait to actually meet you and your wife in person. It was funny uh, we were talking about. I think the last time, the last show we did, uh, you had your your nice glasses on, and you said that you. It came up something about Superman, and I was looking Mm -hmm. at you today, and I was like, he's very Clark Kent today, or not Clark Kent, but very. He's much more Superman today than he was last time. He was more Clark Kent, (laughs) Mm
3: -hmm. and I
2: love the whole '80s thing. You can't. So I kind of like since the shutdowns and stuff, I've um rebelled against jeans. And so I really <laughs> like leggings. And I've really been yeah. enjoying like the wild, like colored 80s themed leggings. Mm-hmm. And so your intro, I was like, dude, he needs to make me one of those for my jeans. Oh, I will.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, and that was the thing too, is is I had it just as I, I guess as a testimony of what God's doing through your ministry is I remember you released that word. We published it, I believe. Gosh, when was that? Was that? It was the shock shock wave heard around, around the world. Where it, it was maybe in the fall or early, early this year. Yeah. And I don't know what it was. I mm-hmm. think it started with my my wife, Lauren. um But we were both just like, dude, there's there's God is yes. What she's doing and what what she's carrying out, like we 100, like I just it really resonated with us. Our spirits bore witness to it, and. As a result, you know, I just really felt the Lord was like, whatever she wants made, I want you to just give your time to her, you know, and um, for free. And so um, I've been busy with this, but now that that's done, but yeah, so that's, we're going to do it. We're going to, we're going to make something sick.
2: (laughs) Yes. I'm so excited. God is like, it's so awesome the way he talks to us. And I think that, um, you know, before... Not just for millennials, but for any generation, like seeing that God will talk through Marvel movies or seeing that he will talk through, you know, different things that he was doing through different eras or through art or whatever. It's fun. Like God is fun. He really is a happy daddy. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm loving like all the expressions that he's bringing out right now. I don't know if you've noticed, but it seems like, uh, you know, usually how people go through like, um, you know, like fashion or fads or whatever with Mm -hmm. fashion, and then they'll like circle back around. I've noticed here lately, something that's really interesting. And that is, there's a whole bunch of different like era fashions That are all out at once that people are attracted to. Mm. And I feel like the Lord is really saying that it's because we're in a new era in the body of Christ Mm. where all of these past moves of God and his expressions are merging, they're colliding into ours and they're bringing out all totally new expression. Mm. And so it's been a lot of fun to, um, just kind of listen to the Lord in that and, and see what he's doing. I've noticed that if you look at culture and you look at trends, um, because he already poured his spirit out on all flesh, right? So Mm -hmm. it, it might blow some people's religious boxes, but people who don't have a relationship with him yet can still hear God's voice because the Holy spirit is drawing them. Mm -hmm. And so when I see like major trends in culture, um, I know that God is, is talking and he's trying to get somebody's attention to come into agreement with what he's saying. Um, just like with the rainbow, like the the rainbow is all about his promises. It's about, uh-huh. um, you know, delay, spirit of delay being broken. It's about his faithfulness. And it's about the sevenfold spirit of God being released on a generation to tell people to turn back to him and to his house and so people can say it's about a you know other stuff but the rainbow belongs to god the earth is That's the right. lord's and the fullness god. thereof mm-hmm. and um so it's just it's amazing that he just he talks and everything so mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah and I, I you and i were texting the other day and we were talking about, I would told you, I was like, "Hey, this episode is going to be airing on nine twelve the day after the twentieth anniversary of nine eleven and I was like, yeah. we're in a new era, and I, it's just interesting, and you had you had said some stuff about about that. We don't have to cover that right away i mean if we want if you want to go there, we can go there now. We will be talking about it though during this episode, but it's just really cool to see that that materializing around us,
2: yeah, it really is it's um. We are living in a really exciting time too. You know, I know that everybody is like so concerned about world events, but this is the time where revival fire is going to spread. I mean, even you like doing this show and having it called Elijah Fire and him highlighting the lyrics to that song it's time for the burning ones to arise Mm -hmm. um it's because we're look whenever god starts highlighting fire it's because we're in a season where deep darkness is covering the earth and that's when god releases his light and his fire um so that his glory can fill the earth um and dispel the darkness and so that's really what god has been speaking to me and there's there's more with that concerning uh, 9-11 and some revelation that the Lord led me to. You are in Oklahoma right now. We're in Adair, uh, Oklahoma. Adair. Yeah. And that, like the whole way that it got launched is like just a crazy story too. Um, there's this amazing woman here. Her name is Kinsey Pepper. Um, and so she, she got saved watching my running video. I got involved in... What was happening in d c with the elections? she's in statistics. Um, she had been thinking about running for an office herself, um found out about a lot of corruption um, and then had a lot of other crazy things happen um regarding all of that to try to shut her down to Clay Clark event at Rama Bible College, which happened we found out later happened to be the fulfillment of a Kim Clement prophecy. Mm. So she was not well-versed in things of the Holy spirit or of prophecy or of any of that. She didn't understand any Mm. of it. Um, And she goes to Rhema Bible college experiences, the Holy spirit for the first time leaves and the Lord puts it on her heart to host a revival in Oklahoma. Mm. And um, we found out, after the fact <laughs> that like we'd already planned this and we were going to come out here and do this, the Lord told us to come and was giving us words that um, it was the fulfillment of a 19, I think 63 prophecy by Kenneth Hagan about um, a spark coming from Ramah that would um, release a baptism of holy fire over an end time remnant army of Mm. believers that would fight the antichrist communist agenda that um, in our day and age was trying to come against the country and the church. And so when we found that out, our minds were totally blown. Um, And so she helped organize all of this. She was the one who called the different speakers in. Um, I've my team and I have been out here for, we were here for three weeks, just plowing in the spirit, going up there at the cross, praying every day. And um, then we actually hosted the event and the glory absolutely broke out. Um, The Lord told me that we're in a season where wells of revival are being opened up where uh, past moves of God uh, that, have been hidden or forgotten about in the body of Christ are actually being um, they're being taken back by mm. a remnant people in this season and the well that we opened up here uh, was a well of salvation and a well of uh, fire so mm. <laughs> which was really cool because it's actually he showed it to me like a water well and an oil well Um, and when I was asking, I'm like, water and oil, God, how do those go together? Will you explain it to me? He took me into Acts and, uh, Acts two, where it says, repent and be baptized for the cleansing of sins and then receive the Holy spirit. Mm. And so water is all about forgiveness Mm. of sins, but the oil and the fire is about being a witness. And so he showed me we're in a season right now where many in the body of Christ have received Jesus as, you know, savior, like they've been forgiven of their sins. They've been water baptized. And so they have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of them to produce Christ-like nature uh, and character. That's the fruits of the Holy Spirit. But he said, Krista, not many have been baptized in fire. Mm -hmm. And the fire comes on you to be a light and to be a witness in a dark world. And so here, when we hosted the revival, we had water baptisms and then they would get out of the water and we would anoint them with oil and we would baptize them in the Holy Spirit and in fire. And it was amazing, Jeff. So I'm sure you've probably been to events where, you know, it's the, there's the main speaker on the stage. Uh, that does most of the ministry, mm-hmm. Yeah, ours was totally different. I um, spoke and some of the other leaders spoke, but then at the end of each one of our sessions, we activated the congregation to lay hands on each other, to prophesy wow. over each other. Kenneth Hagin was known for uh, his manifestations of holy laughter because the joy of the Lord is our strength.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And I think that when the joy of the Lord hits the church like that, people who are in darkness and who are depressed and have anxiety, we know that that is a miracle. Like You know that that is a miracle when you see somebody being touched by the Holy Spirit in that way. And I'll tell you too, it absolutely roots out any religious spirit. Mm, I bet. Hands down more than any other manifestation, that one really offends religious spirits until it happens to them. Um, And then you end up getting set free from a lot. But we had actually, we had been worshiping and the presence of God felt so heavy. We all ended up on our faces, like where the glory of the Lord filled the tent with the priests Mm -hmm. and nobody could move. And the priests, you know, were just laid out and couldn't move before the presence of God. That is exactly what happened. And miracles started breaking out. Um, People just ended up fallen over everybody either laid out on their faces in on the ground in the congregation or were on their knees. There was a, a, holy like silence and fear of the Lord that entered and we stayed that way for, I don't even know how long. And then all of a sudden, all over the tent, people started bursting out in holy laughter. And, um, as far as my worship band goes, um, which they're amazing. They're called come up here. You can find them on uh, Patreon now. They're amazing. They um, really had never had that happen to them before. Just the night before I had been talking to them about holy laughter and uh, ministering like God's heart on that. And then this happened. So it was so fun to watch them all be touched.
1: Yeah. And I've actually never experienced holy laughter. That's one of the manifestations I've never experienced. Oh, so I'm, you Just know, wait till a... we hang out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay.
2: Yes. It is really, I've, I've had people get it. Well, one, it, it's one thing from God that I've always asked if he would do that uh, through me, because I know that the joy of the Lord is our strength and the joy of the Lord is really coming into, um, a heart revelation of God's pleasure and His delight over us. Mm-hmm. And when you experience the fullness of that in a holy moment and you see that God isn't angry and that He really, really, really does like you um, and He's been so good to you your whole life, it's almost like you can't help but laugh mm-hmm. because He's so good. Mm-hmm. And then it's also fun because a lot of times I feel like you're laughing at the enemy Mm -hmm. because God sits in heaven and he laughs at his enemies. Um, But I've seen people get it before and they've looked at me and their eyes have been confused. It's like, what is happening to me? (laughs) But they can't stop laughing. Yeah. And so I love it. I think that I, it is definitely a sign and a wonder to anybody who struggles with depression or anxiety for sure. Mm,
1: that's amazing. That's amazing. So we actually have a couple of pictures to show as well. And anytime you see one, feel free to tell Michael to stop. Um, and cause there's a couple in here that actually have some stories surrounding them as well. So
2: yeah, so isn't that beautiful? the The cross was uh, is one hundred and ten feet high, mm. and um, it was amazing because God led us to Psalm one ten, and it talks about um, heaven being God's throne and the earth being God's footstool, and so literally everybody was like under the like at the foot of the cross, and we were laying it all out at the foot of the cross. It was amazing.
1: There's your husband.
2: That is my husband. <laughs> who comes from a reformers, Calvinist background, hmm. right there, blasted in the Holy Spirit hmm. under the glory of God couldn't move.
0: That's the worship team.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. To get behind this ministry, visit ElijahFire.com slash donate. Now back to the show.
1: Okay, so Amazing. this actually has a story. This, so much This girl
0: talk. right here.
2: We had an Airbnb and our ministry team got here uh, with the worship band. There's the only, there's like nothing out here, like nothing except for a Sonic. (laughs) And so there were like three different families in our ministry team that ended up going to Sonic at different times. And the Holy Spirit highlighted this girl each time that one of these people went and she would be highlighted they would end up giving her a prophetic word and they would end up like giving her a really good tip well the third time this happens she's like okay i don't know what this is all about but you're the third person in the in this week that has came here to this restaurant and has tipped me like this and has told me that mm-hmm. jesus loves me and she said, I, you know, she's like, okay, so I am in recovery. Um, My husband is getting out of uh, rehab here in a few days. And, um, I re- and I'm working on building my life back and changing my life. And uh, so whatever you guys are doing, like, let me know. I want to come. So she ends up coming to the revival with her husband. They get incredibly touched by God. Like incredibly touched by God. It was wild because I didn't, I had heard about this girl all week from all of my friends, but didn't know who she was. She was the first person that the Holy Spirit highlighted to me in the tent and I ministered to. Wow. And then she got called out by another one of our ministry team who didn't know who she was from the stage, her and her husband both. And they got radically, radically uh, set free delivered um, they both ran to the cross completely surrendered their lives to Jesus both got water baptized came up out of the water speaking in uh, in tongues in, in a holy language uh, I had them they were my ministry team on Friday night I had them going around and they were praying for people who were getting slain in the spirit now you gotta understand these people they are like two hours out of the water. And the Holy Spirit is moving through them. People are getting slain in the spirit through them. People are getting uh, healed through them. They start prophesying over people. And um, it was so sweet. Her precious husband, after everybody left, they went around the meeting and they cleaned up the grounds and they were picking up water bottles and, and cleaning up trash. And I was just overwhelmed um just watching them because you know they are literally like so grateful for what Jesus did for them mm. um and w- so desperate to just want to serve and be mm. a part of what God is doing that they stayed late to pick up trash. It was just moving <laughs> like the last ones there cause they just didn't want to leave the presence of God. It was incredible.
1: There's one more after. Yeah, there we go. That's her husband.
2: Yeah, that's her husband. And, and, um, they're so precious. I just wanted their faces to be blurred because, um, I wanted to make sure that, you know, their recovery was protected and that, um, mm-hmm. that wherever they went, you know, I know because I came out of addiction, that there are people that will discriminate against you. And um, I, so I just wanted to protect them for that, but they are absolutely amazing and God is going to do some big things with them. We're actually uh, my worship team. um, The leader of that Vinny Harris, he's actually uh, take and his wife, Jackie, they have stayed connected to them and we're going to continue a mentoring and discipleship relationship with them um, moving forward. So that's amazing. That was one of my favorite couples. Yeah. So that was, um, the tent was full. <laughs> I mean, there was, uh, 1800 registrations, which we just used to get an idea of how many porta potties we needed. Cause it was a totally free event. Um, I wish that we could have gotten. More pictures of like just how full it was, but it was literally spilling out of the tent. amazing. Um, this was uh, when we activated everybody on the last day, so instead of us laying hands on people and it just being about the man of or woman of God that you know was being used by the Holy Spirit, um, we would pray for one person. We would release impartation over them, and then we would have them turn around and pray for the person behind them. And mm-hmm. so uh, we got everybody involved, and that is really when the faith level like hit the roof um, mm-hmm. and where we started seeing there were so many people that were so excited because they had never seen the lord moved through them in power but that is our portion as believers so we really enjoyed equipping people and giving them space to to move in the power gifts
1: gosh it's so beautiful and then you have a um we have one more video of well I'll let you set it up
2: yeah so this video um is this oh my gosh was wild so Apparently there was a, uh, church full of these teenage girls and just teenagers as a youth group. And I guess their, um, youth pastor had been showing them my videos on Facebook and on YouTube, and they actually had one day where they could make it to the revival, but it just so happened to be the day that they were supposed to go to their volleyball tournament like their tournament for the end of the year where they were going to decide whether or not they won or lost, you know, and it's a group of these girls and um, they all decided like unanimously that they were going to skip their tournament and they wanted to come to the revival because they wanted to meet me. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> so I actually was not out at the field yet. I was still um, at the Airbnb uh, praying and, uh, preparing myself to speak that night. And they ended up getting there before me. And my husband ran into them on the field and he called me and he's like, Krista, you have got to get out here. There is a volleyball team that drove from Arkansas that can't like skip their tournament to come and meet you. And they want to get baptized. And I'm like, Oh my gosh okay so i had to wait for a car to come pick me up and all this stuff so i could get out there so before i even got there these girls um who showed up and my husband and other eyewitnesses told me that they were really timid when they showed up um they ended up uh, one of our friends from the ministry team asked if you know they could baptize them so they did, they baptized one. The girl came up out of the water speaking in tongues. It's actually, I think it was the little girl in the striped dress who was just absolutely precious. All of them were absolutely mm. precious. I literally like held hands with them and sang with them and had them up on stage with me the whole rest of the you know weekend. And um, what it, it was so fun, Jeff. What I did is they were so lit. Like they were absolutely so lit. That on a Sunday night, when all the grownups were tired, I set them loose in the crowd. And I told them to go just worship and be ecstatic and to open up the atmosphere for freedom, to bring other people into that expression. I called all of them up to the front and, you know, had them helping me pray for people. It was amazing. So this one little girl comes up out of the water baptized in the Holy spirit. As soon as she comes up speaking in another language, and then they all start baptizing each other and it's kids like, and they're, the ages range from like nine years old to 19 in mm. this youth group. And they just start baptizing each other. Oh, each one of them comes up baptizing the Holy spirit. Speaking in tongues. I'm like, Mm. I've never seen it. I mean, other than my son, I've never seen a nine-year-old speak in tongues. Mm. You know, I'm like, it's not necessarily a normal thing that you see but every single one and they were baptizing each other and then they started baptizing other people because people from the tent started seeing what was happening at the cross where we were baptizing people and so they started coming up and these kids started baptizing adults and then praying for them to you know be baptized in the holy spirit and fire and even one of my ministry leaders he's my head like he is an intercessor. He's very. He carries an anointing very similar to like Father Nash. Um, his name is Adam Rising. He is phenomenal. One of the most anointed men of God that I know and um, definitely a prophet to me who people mm-hmm. see as a prophet. He was so moved by these kids that he decided that he wanted to be rebaptized by them. And so he got baptized by these kids. It got blasted by the Holy Spirit. So Mm. amazing. So by the time I get there, they had systematically baptized like a hundred people, baptized them all in the Holy Spirit. They are all absolutely on fire, jumping around, screaming, prophesying with like no training that I know of. And I walk up, and they're laying hands on one of my worship leaders um, named Stephanie in this video you'll see, and they are just letting it rip, man. And it's amazing. Mm -hmm. So here's the Mm -hmm. video for that. That's so great! I love it. I'm like, what in the world? I love it. Oh my gosh! So I'm like, I walk up, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, it's Krista!" And I'm like, "No, stop! Y'all need to pray for me right now." Yeah. Like,
3: yeah. You know, like, yeah.
2: I love when God does that. Like, you know, people travel so far because they think if, like, you know, if somebody just lays hand, like a certain person lays hands on them. Then they'll get what that person has. But so many times, like they don't realize it's it's the Lord. They don't need that person. They need the the Holy Spirit. And that's wow. what these kids got. They came thinking that, you know, I was going to lay hands on them and they were going to get the fire. And they showed up and realized that the fire was available because it's not about Christ; It's about Jesus. Wow. And I love that. So. Um, I'm actually gonna, I I got their number and I'm hoping to go to their church to host a youth conference soon. So,
1: dude, Dude. you know, here's the thing is we had uh, somebody on Elijah's dreams and I believe it was Donna Rigney. And she was saying, I think I've mentioned this to you before, but she was saying the difference between this move of God and the previous ones is the previous ones. It had somebody elevated to some level and they were imparting and yada, yada, yada. And she said, this this one's different. I'm seeing multiplication after multiplication of people coming to our meetings and then going and releasing the spirit everywhere they go. And so that is a perfect example. What you shared is a perfect example of this move of God that we are in now and what God is doing.
2: Amen. Yeah. And we're actually... It's, it's so amazing because I think a lot of times there have been ministries that have been in competition with each other
3: mm-hmm.
2: and what I've seen God, or there's just been one person that is like the leader that everybody serves. And I'm not saying that like, we shouldn't honor leaders, but what I'm saying is an expression of the way that our faith family or our ministry team operates is that we're actually a number of different ministries mm. that are all closely knit and we operate together, but we feel that it releases like the fullness of what God wants to do. So, um, moving forward in these events, we have like, you know, our worship band, I say there are worship band the same way that I would say that you know, Yuri Hirschberger is my pastor because mm-hmm. that's my spiritual father. He ordained me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's my pastor or my apostle. Come up here is my worship band. They, they minister to me and I love um, doing ministry with them because I know the anointing that they carry. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have, you know, my friend Adam, his, him and his wife, Tanya, who I love, Their ministry is being like ministry doulas. They help people um, make the vision clear and be able to run with it. And they also carry a strong gifting for training people in intercession and opening up regions, which is what, you know, Father Nash did uh, and Charles Finney. Charles Finney, you know, everybody remembers him as like a gospel crusader, but Finney stopped Doing tent crusades, his ministry stopped when Father Nash died because he Mm. knew that if there wasn't prayer to precede the move of God or the proclamation of the gospel, it wasn't going to be effective. Mm. So that's my friends Adam. And then my friend Rylan Hickman, he's actually the one who is overseeing our Nisi Knights. And it's a whole separate ministry that he's forerunning that is specifically to host the tent crusades. So we helped him launch it, but it's his thing. It's his baby. And then my whole thing is really to be a voice and to inspire people and to really just light them up. I mean, that's, that's my job. I preach conviction and call down Holy Spirit, fire, yeah. and repentance. Light them and up. Then, uh, <laughs> light them up. That's like Seriously, that's what I do. Light them up and then, you know, that's it. I'm out. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and then my friend, uh, Aaron and his wife, Stephanie, they have an incredible gifting for teaching and for equipping. And so while they were here and you didn't get to see Aaron in any of these pictures, but his wife, Stephanie was the one getting prayed over by all the girls. They actually went to a house church and did equipping at the house church before they went back home so that what God did here, it's not just like. Uh, a one-time thing and they're out. It's like, there's a fire here that is going to be kindled and uh, it's not just going to be abandoned, you know? Mm, come on. And I think that more ministries need to, to do that.
1: Yeah. Well, why do you think, why do you think, what do you think is that the, the issue as to why a lot of ministries don't do that just from what you've seen or maybe what you've discerned?
2: Honestly, um my I believe that most ministries do that because uh they don't know how to be powerful in one on one relationships mm. um I think that we have Christians who are very good at being relational with Jesus um, in some cases, mm. but when it comes to facing relational and like horizontal issues. It's like, we can be good vertically, but the cross is a cross because this, it fixed our, you know, relationship got with God, you know, and it also gave us the excellency of soul, the Holy spirit, another word for dunana, dunamis power means yep. excellency of soul. Yep. And that has to do with a horizontal, it's horizontal relationally with people. Mm-hmm. So not only with God, And yourself but also with yourself and with others Mm
0: -hmm. and
2: um this aspect of the cross where jesus's arms were wide open and his heart was fully exposed has not been taught well and i really believe that we're in a season where god is saying don't just worship me vertically but worship me horizontally, Mm. have an open heart, not just towards me, but towards your fellow man. And um, that is where things start to get messy and where you have to learn to humble yourself, not just before God, but also before each other, where you have to be willing to be um, submissive. You can't be comparing yourself to other people's giftings or their callings. Mm -hmm. You have to really check the hidden motives of your heart. Um, And, you know, that has been a huge learning curve for us. Um, But I truly, I, I feel like what God is doing in our group is a prototype and a shadow for what he really wants to release over the body of christ you know I agree. You, the, I agree. the spirit of elijah turns the hearts of the fathers back to the children and the children back to the fathers right mm-hmm. it's all about family and we have broken families that don't know how to relate to spiritual authority or be able to relate to each other We've got heart wounds that are infected and festering because we don't know how to let go of them. And God is really, I mean, I I look at a lot of the body of Christ today and a lot of ministries and it reminds me of what it would be like for a family like on vacation with all four of their kids to
0: be fighting in the backseat of the car. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit slash donate
2: And I'm like God does not want that. Like who no. in their right mind would want to spend eternity yeah. with a bunch of kids arguing? Yeah. No, uh, nobody. You know about <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, about where they're yeah. going and it's like, you know what? Let Daddy God take the wheel. And let's all get along. Let's learn how to, you know, play in the sandbox together. Let's learn how to build walls of righteousness together. Mm -hmm. Let's learn what our role and our call and our gifting is. Let's build each other up, you know, and uh, let's give God glory in that rather than backbiting and jealousy and one upping. Yeah. And you know, if I could go as far, I know this might sound offensive, but it is a bastard spirit, Jeff. Mm. Say it <laughs> is in competition. Yeah. yeah, it it is what it is. People say it's an orphan spirit, but I I feel like you know, if you one do not have revelation of who your daddy God is, and two you don't have, you're not running with uh, brothers and sisters in Christ that um, you can be corrected by, with godly correction, um, and be discipled by, and even learn how to humbly submit to one another with, then you're, you're, it, it's out of order. It's an error. We were not made to, to be isolated, to be islands. We were made yeah. for community.
1: Yeah. And honestly, everything you're saying is very, very, very timely. And what you've personally experienced, you're bearing, you're coming here bearing testimony of the fruits of what you're talking about. So, you know, it's like right now, everything is polarized. Uh, Everybody is like, oh, you're either this or you're that, or you're that, or you're this. And, oh, here's a new thing that we're now divided on. You either agree with this or you don't agree with this, or you like this president or you don't like this president, or you, like this thing or you don't. And if you don't or do, depending on what group you're talking about, you're suddenly the enemy, even even amongst the church. So the, oh, yeah. when hearing you talk about this, what's come to my mind is just, look, there's going to be some people watching this who, um, you know, uh, the, all, everything you're talking about is new. Everything that we're, we're talking about is new. They they can't even accurately define, I don't even I can't even tell you what the soul is, you know, like you know, and here's the first step. And this is the the scripture that came to mind when you were talking about this. If you are dealing with quarrels, if you are dealing with not being able to see eye to eye and refusing to, but you want to follow Jesus and you're like, Yes, I love Jesus, I'm cool with him, I'm not cool with anybody else. I'm gonna give you scripture and I want you to pray this. Every moment of every day, it's from Psalms 139 and it's verses 23 and 24. It says, search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. And that means when you pray that, that means things get ugly. That means you get the mirror turned on yourself and you get to see the ugly inside of yourself for all it is. But that's how we that's how we move forward. I'm not off base here, Krista, right?
2: <laughs> no, you are that's absolutely right. And that is exactly what my team and I um have had to go through. um and it's been a process of mm. learning to be the best about each other, but then also to be willing to see that, hey, there might be some stuff. And me that needs to be dealt with, um, one of the things that we say all the time in our group um, of powerful leaders and revivalists um, is that the nature of deception is that you don't know that you're deceived.
3: Oh yeah and if
2: that is the nature of deception, that means that you have to have people around you that believe the best in you, that believe in the call of God on your life, that love you that have the, the bravery and the courage to say, hey, this happened and it doesn't look like Jesus. How can I, how can we pray through this and, and come closer together rather than separate ourselves?
3: Yeah.
2: And um, being, you know, covenant, covenant family. Like my husband and I, when we go through hard seasons, or you know we're being self-centered or whatever it is divorce Mm. is not in Mm. our vocabulary right um now not saying that you know you need to stay with like an abusive husband or if somebody's cheating on you or whatever that should go without Um, saying but right that should go without saying but in a christian marriage where both partners are faithful and where there's not Mm. any abuse you know what i mean like Divorce is not an option. Even when right. things get hard, mm-hmm. it's you're in this, it's a blood covenant that you've made and your family. So you're one, you know, mm-hmm. and so many people in the body of Christ, it's like, we have these different camps and these different, oh, this person is my leader, or this is the denomination that I choose to follow. Mm-hmm. And they totally neglect to see where Jesus prays in John 17, that the body of Christ would be one as he is one in the father and that mm-hmm. we would be known by our unity. It's in John. Jesus said it himself.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: they also neglect to see where there is one baptism into the name of Jesus. So there are, there's different types of baptism. So there's the baptism of water for forgiveness of sins. And there's the baptism of the Holy spirit and fire to make you a witness in the world of who Jesus is. And and so that you can operate in the power of the Holy spirit, but there's one name in which we are baptized into. And that is the name of Jesus. And it is into his family. Mm -hmm. And so we are one. If we're one with him, then that means that, Oh my gosh, guys, wake up. We're one with each other.
1: Surprise.
2: (laughs) So it doesn't matter if you come from a denomination that doesn't like Christian or doesn't like women preaching. I'm, I'm a woman and I preach and we're one. Yep. If you believe in Jesus, we're yep. one. And so I get a choice about whether or not I choose to operate in honor towards my brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's no separation anymore between, between us and God and us and each other in the spirit. And if we all stop trying to build our own monuments and start focusing on building God's movement and his kingdom, then we're finally going to get somewhere.
3: Hmm.
2: And I really believe that the next, the millennials that God is raising up, that this is not going to be, look, like the old generals, they, they burned a lot of, a lot of them burned out. A lot of them You know, their lives ended either prematurely or in some kind of weird stuff. Okay. Like I know because I've researched them, right? There have been a couple that have really finished strong and their lives went and were very long. But for the most part, the anointing on one person like that is too much to bear. And God never designed it that way, Um, He designed it to be a family of brothers and sisters that had their portion of the wall of righteousness to build. If I'm using Nehemiah as a, um, a description, and it is, it's prophetic for the season that we're in um, and rebuilding the fallen tabernacle of David or the fallen house of David, which um, is in Amos nine eleven that I was going to share about um, in the season that we're in. Yeah. And yeah how to be we we all of us want to be leaders right that's what i've seen every millennial that i have or you know even the the generation after me the teenagers they all are so excited and they have something big from god in them and they just want to be a part of what god is doing and i'm sorry but the days of the monument where we just expect like we're where these churches expect us to come and just witness something, you know, the older generation do things without allowing us to be a part of it is over. Mm, Come on. And so, and it's God doing this. It's not a spirit of rebellion. It's the Holy spirit um, and his expression in our generation that is boiling out of the walls of the church um, to begin to infiltrate. Um, the Lord, I was talking to him today about it. And I was like, man, God, what exactly are you doing? And he said that in this new era that we're moving into, um, so the old era, the the church created towers of Babel um out of past moves of God or um past leadership, you know. It was like, come on, this God moved here. Let's like make this place. Let's let's build this thing. And they created a a monument and it became, let's make a name for ourselves and what Mm -hmm. God did here. And it became this tower of Babel. And so God in our generation has began to shift the language. He's changed the way we, we talk and communicate and what we're seeing to scatter us because we were never made to be localized. He said, be fruitful and multiply and subdue the earth. And so the only way that we're going to be able to do that is if we go out into the earth. And so with the COVID shutdowns and all this stuff, God is, is, he's the one that's released the shaking to bring down these old monuments and to scatter us out so that we become a movement.
1: Mm.
2: And it's his doing
1: what you're saying is very zingy you know you're like ooh yeah i mean yes yes yeah. the monuments were built you know and yeah. and i think that i immediately thought i was like any move of god a lot of them probably got halted as a result of man not god
2: right yeah i think it's super important for and it look and it's not to say Look, I am a revivalist to the core. My heroes are not, you know, sports players or, you know, people like that. My heroes are people like Katherine Kuhlman, A. Mm-hmm. Allen, Oral Roberts, um, Mariah Woodworth Etter, you know, Amy Simple McPherson, Kenneth Hagan. Mm-hmm. Those, those people are my heroes. You know, even guys like, Steve Schultz, Steve Schultz yeah. is one of my heroes. Like he really is. And um, so like when he, I was, I had to like, be careful not to be like weird Bangerly. when he <laughs> you know, interviewed me the first time, I'm like, you're like one of my heroes, man. Yeah. Like my, so it's not saying that like w- and, and lots of good has been done by what we built around past moves of God, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying that to dishonor the past generation because I so honor them. And I mean, I love them. Um, So it's not that. It's that whenever things, what what can happen is that we can try to continue receiving from a stream that the Lord has already moved the direction of. Mm. And when the Lord begins to shift and he begins to transition us we need to pack our bags and we need to go. And I feel that the church, because of, you know, just being comfortable, um, has become complacent. Many of us fell asleep and what is happening in our world right now? Look, God has released a shaking. I'm not saying that he has you know the the bad things that have happened in the world, like God has done. I don't believe in that theology. I believe that God is always good. He's always working good on our behalf. I believe that the the, the enemy will do things, and God will use all things according, uh, you know, will use them for our good,
3: mm-hmm.
2: uh, according to His purpose. And He has released these shakings to wake us up. You know, um, and it's time for the fire on the altar in these past moves of God to be scattered throughout the whole world because we can all camp around a fire and it gets cozy and it gets comfortable. You know, everybody is mesmerized by a flame, but God never intended for the flame to just stay in one place. It's always been his intention that it would subdue the earth, right? And, you know, back in June, um, I had a vision of God. He actually showed me priests in the tabernacle and they were stewarding the coals on the altar. And, you know, when God released the fire in the tabernacle, it was a supernatural flame. The flame came from God. It didn't come from anything that men did. And, and actually there were, uh, some sons of, of the priests that ended up Judgment came on them, and they were burned up, and they died because they used illegitimate fire or strange fire, and it was from their own making, not from it wasn't ordained by heaven, and that's why they were judged for it. Um, But God showed me the priests and how they, the 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 priests taught their sons how to steward the flame on the altar, the coals on the altar, that it would never go out day and night, that the incense would burn right. And I saw the Lord um, use this and say it's time for those who have been carrying the coals of revival that I poured out to c- carry them and to begin begin to scatter them into the nation that they would train their spiritual sons and daughters to go into dark places and to to host their own flame there and that as they do that, you know, they would begin to release light into these dark areas so that God's glory would be known there. And so that, you know, here's the thing, water covers, right? But fire spreads. Mm. And so, and what did God say? Oh my gosh, I just got the craziest revelation right now. The Bible says, Jesus said that it would be as in the days of Noah. Oh my gosh, Jeff. I'm about to flip out right now. Flip out.
1: Yeah.
3: I'm gonna flip
2: out. Yeah. He said, Jesus said that in the last days it would be like in the days of Noah.
3: Dude. Right? Yeah. But
2: God said that He released the rainbow and the clouds, mm-hmm. and He said He promised that He would never again destroy the earth in water. So what does that mean? If it's not water, it would be fire. Mm-hmm. Literally the fire of God comes to consume and destroy the works of the flesh Mm. and to purify the land.
1: Come on, man.
3: And
2: so just like in the days of Noah, where we're going to be, you know, there's been mass baptism, right? The Holy spirit has been poured out and offered as a forgiveness of sin, but only a few have. Operated in the manifest power of the fire of the Holy Spirit. We are again in the last days where that are like the days of Noah, where people would be trading and marrying and having families, and that it would come upon them swiftly. And God is coming with his Holy Spirit fire to raise up a company of burning ones. To go and and to release the fire of purification, of holiness, and of Mm. His power with demonstration all over the earth. Come on, it's just like in the days of Noah, but instead Mm. of water, it's fire power, man.
1: Yeah, I'm looking up the lyrics to the song right now because there's a there's more to it, and it says, "I see an old breed of prophet arising, speaking as voices from another age, set ablaze with the flame." of the spirit of God. We are sent from before the throne to stand up and speak out and let hell tremble when they hear us say, we are the burning ones and we will not be contained. Woo!
2: (laughs) Woo! Oh my gosh, I feel like the Holy Spirit all over me. (laughs) (laughs) Like listening to that dude, oh my goodness.
1: So we're we're just about out of time. We're just about out of time, but- I know. I can hear people saying, there's people that don't know the Lord. There are people who've lived a stagnant Christian Christian life, and are the, uh, they're just like, I need this. I need this. Like what what they're talking about. I need this. And so, Krista, just go for it. Okay, just pray for the people.
2: Yeah. So so first, I just feel like what precedes the fire is repentance and. Forgiveness of sins. I mean, anytime you look at the proclamation of the good news, that it says, repent and be baptized for the forgiveness of sins. And then you shall receive the Holy Spirit Okay, and fire to be a witness. And so that word repentance, it's metanoia. And it means to change the way you think, to have God thoughts, to turn away from your sin or your falling short. And turn back to a good God who loves you, that literally paid the price for you, as you, and with you to give you a brand new life so that it is as if you have never sinned. And then to give you his spirit to empower you to be a a child of God and to live and to do exploits just like Jesus did when he was here on earth. And so if you don't know Jesus, I don't believe in just saying, a you know, salvation prayer. It has to be an honest, heartfelt, um, literal, Hey God. Okay. I get it. I feel your spirit now saying that the way that I have been trying to do life is, is wrong. It's not what I was created for. And so I'm willing to give up my life as I know it right now to take your life and to live the way that you created me to live. Well, I feel the Holy Spirit so strong right now. And so, if you are feeling that tug on your heart, maybe you have been a Christian, but you've never had a a new birth experience where all of your old nature has been washed away. I want to encourage you right now to just in your heart, turn to God, turn to the Father, and change your mind about who He is. He loves you. He called you to live in more than what you're experiencing. Um, he has great plans for your life. You have a purpose. And he wants to empower you to live out your destiny. Mm. He wants to be close to you. And so all you have to do is just in your heart, turn towards him, say, God, I'm sorry for my sin. I, I recognize that Jesus, you died for my sin. And you got up on the third day out of the grave to give me a brand new life as if I never sinned. And I just want to encourage you, if you're doing that right now, or you do that after we get off the broadcast, just do it. And then ask him to come, just ask the Holy Spirit to come and to fill you with the nature of Christ so that you have the character of Christ. And then, yeah. And so, Father, I just thank you for that. I thank you for the lives and the hearts that are turning towards you right now. God, I thank you that you say that those who lose their life will find it. But those who try to hold on to their life will lose what they have. God, we don't want just any life. We want your life, your uh, abundant life. Thank you, Father. Mm -hmm. And God, I just, I release that Holy Spirit that you would just go out and you would begin to convict people of sins and that you would turn hearts yeah and um and lord yeah i just feel uh the commissioning of the holy spirit holy spirit you are oil you are fire you are everything that we need god and uh so right now in jesus name according to what you have commissioned me to do lord which is to ignite the bride for exploits a fr- i release a fresh baptism mm-hmm. of the holy spirit And fire to be a witness on people. In Jesus' name, fire! In Jesus' name. Yeah, some of you guys, you're feeling tingly from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Some of you are feeling um, like somebody just put a, a weighted blanket on your shoulders. Some of you are feeling um, something like on the top of your head, like tingly on the top of your head. Mm. And yeah. So Lord, I just thank you for the baptism of the Holy spirit and fire over mm. each person that is listening right now. God, the Holy spirit to convict us of sins, to turn us back to you, but also to light us up, to be a witness in a dark world.
3: Come
2: on. Thank you. Father right now in Jesus name, guys, if you're feeling any of those manifestations that I was talking about before, uh, the the devil tried to shut down my internet access. That is the Holy Spirit coming on you. If you feel mm-hmm. something in your hands, that is the healing anointing. The Lord is saying that I've given you uh, a power and authority to lay hands on the sick, and you will see them recover. Just step out in faith and watch Him do it. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, other ones of you, you're feeling a um like manifestations on the top of your head almost like a a crown the Lord says that that is the soul winners crown that he's given you an anointing for evangelism that when you simply say hey Jesus loves you it's gonna convict hearts and people are gonna want to know who Jesus is just because you're there um, yeah thank you father and I also feel that that's for power evangelism that you got that you're gonna receive words of knowledge about healing and about uh information about people to pray for them to display the power of God to lead them to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord. I also feel um that some of you are experiencing like a weighty presence on your shoulders and I feel that the Lord is saying that that is a mantle that God is putting on you. And it's um, yeah, Lord, what is it? Whoa! I actually just felt like the Lord said that it's the mantle of of Elijah. Mm, wow. Um, yeah, it's a leadership mantle, and it's to uh, disciple people to disciple Elisha. So it is a miracle mantle, but it's also a discipleship mantle. I feel like there's somebody and you're feeling like uh, a heat over your heart. And uh, so, Lord, I just bless that. There's several people that are, that are experiencing that. Lord, I bless hearts to be ablaze right now.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Thank you, God, for the ministry of healing the brokenhearted and binding their wounds. It's an intimacy. Uh, it's an intimacy calling. Uh, and a relational calling, thank you, Father. Yeah, where you're actually going to uh, not only is the Lord going to lead you through a season of inner healing and deliverance for yourself, but where you are going to lead others in that ministry as well. It's intimacy. I also uh, feel my earlobes are burning, and um, I feel that that the Lord is saying specifically that He is anointing people for. Uh, to hear the voice of the Lord, the, the prophetic anointing, um, even as Samuel, like they were government. Uh, when I see Samuel, I think of a prophet who is governmental.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, thank you, Lord. And I also hear the Lord say um, that there are people that he is actually it's a, it's a gift of discerning of spirits, seeing in the spirit Um, but specifically co-laboring with angels, um, that you there, there's a few people where you have been in prayer and you have felt, um, presences walk into the room and, uh, there have even been times where you have been afraid and the Lord has, uh, is telling you to fear not for you're in the presence of angels. And that God is actually, even now as I speak, He is uh, opening your spiritual senses to see them and to be able to co-labor with them. We don't worship angels. They are assigned uh, to aid us in what God wants to do um, through us and and in the world around us. And um, so I bless you with that in Jesus' name that you will co-labor with angels and that you will Learn and discern when they show up and how to um, activate them in Jesus' name.
1: There's a verse in Psalm 91 that says, You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. And so, Lord, we just release healing, God. I just pray for peace over troubled minds and troubled hearts in Jesus' name. Anxiety, get out in the name of yes. Jesus.
2: Get out
1: in the name of Jesus.
2: I got it. I'm, the Lord just given me a couple words of knowledge for healing. Mm-hmm. So I told you before we got on the this, this show that um, this morning I watched my friend's black filling turn into pure gold. I watched mm-hmm. it like with my own eyes. It was wild. Um, right now, in Jesus' name, I just release uh, gold teeth and Mm. gold fillings to replace uh, the dark ones in Jesus' name, Uh, cavities to be filled with gold Mm. in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I just release those ministering spirits, those angels to do your bidding regarding that. Um, I also feel that uh, migraine headaches, Mm. tension headaches. Um, I break that off of you in Jesus' name, and I release, release healing over your mind. I break the control of any mind-binding spirits, mm-hmm. and I break the power of any witchcraft, and I lose resurrection life and a sound mind over you in Christ in Jesus' name. I command pain and infirmity to go in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, the Lord uh, also just told me that there is somebody that has been having, I believe it's whiplash, um, is what I'm feeling, uh, that might've just got, had a car accident. They've been suffering stuff going on with the, f- the, their, um, head in the front, but also in their shoulders and in their cervical spine, like where their neck is father. I just, um, command healing over whiplash over, um, head trauma. And, um, yeah, or any spirits of backlash in Jesus' mighty name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I lose healing over those parts of the body and resurrection life, Lord. And then I'm also feeling something in my hand. Um, This is a weird one, but it's these two knuckles on my right hand mm. and my wrist. And it's like the side of my wrist. Um. And then it's doing something in the, in my knuckle on my pinky, I'm getting the impression like somebody hit a wall, <laughs> um, and they might've hurt themselves or, uh, their, their hand might've went through a window and a car accident or some kind of accident, mm. but it's these knuckles, the pinky, and then the wrist. Um, and it's caused radiating pain. Uh, down your forearm and into your elbow. Um, if that's you, the Holy Spirit is moving over you and he's healing you right now in Jesus' name. Thank you.
1: This has been great. Even though we've had to go through a lot of hurdles with technology and Satan trying to throttle whatever the Spirit's trying to do with this, it's still been yeah, great.
2: It has.
1: Yeah. So how can people uh, follow follow you know your you know your journey with the lord
2: yeah so you guys can um actually go to my website which is dot you can also i just released these new shirts host the holy ghost which i thought was so perfect for today's show mm-hmm. um but uh i have my christian apparel on that site you can go to uh, the events page, and I have all my upcoming events, my itinerary there, and links to my podcast, to my revival hub schedule, and to my Facebook and my YouTube channels. Uh, it's all on that website. You can find there. Come on, do um, do the
1: spiel, do the YouTube spiel, the the like see. subscribe thing.
2: Oh, yes. If you're following me on YouTube, please make sure to subscribe to the channel and click that little bell so that you will be notified every time I go live or I post new content. Hit the latest prophetic word.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there we go. I love it. All right. Well, Krista, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. I know we'll do this many more times.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, um, so, hey, everybody, if this this episode blessed you, please give it a like. God bless you guys. This was episode two of Elijah Fire. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.
0: This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Click the link in the description for more info on how you can donate today.